Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, that irritatingly stupid boy is preening himself in Singapore, throwing bricks at the NHS from behind the paywall of the Sunday Times. His ignorance of systems, history, legacy and his inability to ask why betrays not only how dumb he is, it magnifies his inexperience and unsuitability to take on the custody of the NHS. Yes, I'm talking about streeting again. As far as I can see, he's never run anything of any size, has little concept of organisational dynamics, is woefully ignorant for why things happen in the NHS and why it's in the predicament it's in. His go-to position is to be abusive. He tried it on with NHS managers, and I linked to what he said, had a go at GP partners, and I linked to that, and he's trying again far enough to far enough away to be out of reach in a newspaper working people can't afford to read. I can't reproduce the article because of copyright palaver. You'll just have to trust me to play it straight with his quotes, and I will. He is more than capable of making himself look a numpty without any help from me. He waxes lyrical about the technologies used in the Singapore General Hospital where he's a guest visiting. Now, Statista, Statista <laughs> excuse me, rate the Singapore General Hospital, the SGH, as the top hospital in the world. In a Newsweek list of best hospitals, here, St. Thomas's is top with a score of 89.11%. And in Singapore, SGH is rated top with 94.04%. What does this mean? Dunno. The NHS spends £3,055 per person per head on healthcare, 18% less than the EU average, and follows a period of flatline funding for 10 years before COVID, with the prospect of planned spending between 22 and 25 to increase by an average of 0.1% a year in real terms. In Singapore, with a decade, within a decade, the government there per capita have doubled health spending. What does this mean? Well, you don't need me to spell it out. Of course, the SGH has IT gizmos, apps for appointments and robots for delivering your pills. Singapore government has consistently invested in its health system. To add insult to injury, in the article, Silly Boy says, and I quote, the NHS is perfectly capable of doing this. It often chooses not to. Do you know anyone in the NHS who chooses not to innovate or invest? Oh, but he's adamant. Silly Boy is adamant. He says, the NHS wastes too much money and is slow to innovate. If the stupid boy did but realise, NHS England has cut its IT and innovation spend to balance its budget. He plans to shake the NHS out of its complacency. If there's anyone working in the NHS complacent about the lack of capacity in comparisons with other EU systems putting us at the bottom of the list for people, kit and buildings, I'd like to meet them. He confuses the role of reimbursement mechanisms with targets and plans on freeing up time by not doing what he calls, quote, stupid stuff, and doesn't realise, however you redirect a pound, you can only spend it once. 
He promises to, quote, double the number of district nurses. Well, in September 2009, there were 7,055 district nurses. By December 22, there were about 3,700. I make that to double it, 433 more to train after three years training. And that's just about two a week. Does Streeting know anyone with a calculator? He clearly can't use one himself. You're like this, he says, I don't think it's good enough that the NHS uses every winter crisis as an excuse to ask for more money. Is he too stupid to understand or deliberately being obnoxious? I'm asking for 1.4 million friends. The NHS plans meticulously for winter and published its winter plan in July. What it does not have is the money the DH holds back in funding and allocate often too late for it to be used as an investment in seasonal fluctuations and ends up firefighting. If you care about the NHS, you can't possibly vote Labour. And if the rest of the Labour front bench are equally gifted and even half as obnoxious, you'll definitely, you definitely can't vote Labour. Where does that leave us? I don't know because it's the other lot that got us into this mess. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.